Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here in our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. So today we're going to talk about something that is definitely related to simple living and simplifying. We're going to talk about slowing down and living more intentionally, taking a little bit of time this summer to really maybe enjoy the mundane and the ordinary and really just to renew and rest and restore and just take it slow. Our world is getting faster by the minute and we are busier than ever in our culture. And I really want to talk today about taking some time to slow down. I posted about that this week on my Instagram. Posted a picture over there at my goat. And uh, I was talking about my, my slow living this week. But I want to tell you, I'm in the midst of the busiest probably summer we've had in a long time. So it's kind of interesting that I'm choosing to take it slow. So we're going to talk about how all that makes sense in just a minute. Before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian publishing company. We have used their homeschooling curriculum for as long as we've been homeschooling, and they're really one of our very favorites. Right now, they have their digital catalog available with lots of great features, so go check that out. I know if you're a homeschooler, you're looking for your curriculum next year, and they They always have such amazing resources and really good deals. So go check them out at Apologia.com. So I want to thank you for joining me again um, for this episode. And before I even start, you know, I'm talking about today living slowly. I know a lot of people when I posted over there on Instagram uh, wrote to me and they were or they commented and, and sent me messages and they were like, yeah. I'm with you. I want to live slow. And I also got messages that said, I don't know how to. And, um, you know, I really think we need to because we're so distracted and so busy and rush, rush, rush that we're missing out. We're missing out on life. We're missing out on keeping the main thing, the main thing, which is God, because we're always focusing on the million other things going on. And I'm guilty of it, too. So um, I'm right there with you. But we're going to break it down and talk about that today. Um, I'm going to preface it, though, with telling you some hard stuff, really. Um, This summer is extremely busy for us right now. And you guys know, if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you probably know I don't do busy well. (laughs) I can do busy for a short spurt. I can do busy when it's like I can see the end in sight. But right now... um, We're in a busy, busy few months until the end of summer. And for me, what usually gets me through the busy, and I'm probably going to cry saying this, but what usually gets me through the busy is knowing that it's going to end and then there's a big time of rest after it. Or, you know, um, I just always know that it's temporary. It's a season. I don't always live my life, you know, month to month, super busy. But this time I said to Steve, we're so busy right now and 
I keep looking ahead and saying, come September, I'm going to have so much downtime. But then I'm in a conundrum because come September, my baby girl won't be here. So as much as I usually get through the busy time with looking at the light at the end of the tunnel, this time, the end of the busy season signals my baby girl going off to college. So this is difficult for me. I've been having a hard time. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. You're like my friends out there, whether we've ever met or not, whether you've ever even sent me a message or not. I always feel like I'm just hanging out with my friends when I sit here uh, podcasting. It's not easy the summer before college. I'm just going to say it. You know, somebody said to me the other day, and I so appreciated it, so appreciated it. I was talking to somebody. They said, how are you doing, you know, getting ready for Grace to go off to college? And, you know, I said, it's it's okay. It's up and down because I'm thrilled to death for her. I'm highly excited for her. And I absolutely 100% know that this is what God wants and this is where he's leading. And at the same time, it's such an odd feeling because... I don't want her to go, you know? I mean, I do want her to go. Of course I do. But my mama heart, my mama heart, what can I say? You know, obviously, I love being with my kids. And so it's time, though. It's time. So I appreciated this mom who asked me how things are going because she's looked at me and she's, you know, got a grown adult child now. And she said, it's hard. I remember when my first one went off to college and it was hard. She said, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And I've had a few people tell me that. They were like, look, one one person told me this the other day. She goes, look, it was like I had my right arm cut off. She goes, I'm not going to lie to you because that's not going to do any good come September when you're like, <gasps> you know, and I just appreciate that. The people don't sugarcoat it, that they're honest and real. And you know what? Avoiding the feeling and avoiding the pain and avoiding the, you know, hard isn't going to change it. So I really, really am thankful for friends who speak truth. And I think that's just how we need to be, right? So I'm trying to be really honest with myself and not say, oh, yeah, it's fine. Yes, it's it's hard, you know, um, besides it being hard with you know, my baby girl going off to school. Uh, there's a lot of worry that keeps popping up um, with me. And, you know, like financially, all, all that practical stuff, you know, this is an overwhelming thing right now. And I don't think I expected this kind of, it's a really hard feeling to describe this kind of mishmash mess of feeling where one minute I'm just over the moon excited. You know, we went dorm shopping and talking about all the wonderful things the school has to offer. And I just know it's the thing. God has made it so clear. He couldn't make it more clear unless he came down right into this room right now and looked at me and said, this is where she belongs. <laughs> so I I feel 100% like that. But at the exact same time, I can get overwhelmed, I can get sad, I can start thinking, woulda, shoulda, you know, could've, what is it, would've, should've, could've. <laughs> Just before I found a box of old homeschooling stuff, I mean, I didn't even, I shouldn't have opened it, all of a sudden I was like, 
reminiscing and, oh, could I have done better? And, oh, there's just a mishmash. I can't really explain all the feelings. But really one of the overwhelming feelings is um, I want almost August to get here. She's going to be leaving in August. I almost want it to get here, like, so badly because I'm tired of it hanging over me. Like, I feel like it's hanging over me. Like, it's taunting me. Like, your baby girl is leaving. You know, it's hanging over me. What's it going to be like, you know, when we have to leave her there? What's it going to be like when we come home and she's not here? So I kind of just want to get it over with because right now it hangs over me. But then again, I don't want to get it over with because life will change. So all that is to say, we're... You know, last year I decided that I wasn't going to do a lot of speaking this year. I canceled my um, Simply Living for Him retreat for this year. And I wasn't going to do a lot of speaking because I knew that I wanted to be fully present with Grace in her last summer before college. And it's funny because at that time she had no intention of going away to college. I merely just didn't want to be busy because I wanted to enjoy just like her last summer before, you know, going to college around here. I didn't think she'd be going away. So I kind of purposely, intentionally set my speaking schedule really light, didn't take on any, you know, retreat this year. And I can't explain to you, but we're like busier than ever. I mean, last summer I had eight speaking trips. We were busy, but I don't remember being as overwhelmed as I am right now. I feel like every week I'm just feeling more and more overwhelmed. Like there's so much that we have on our plates between now and the time she's going away. And it's hard because I want to be soaking in every second with her. And yet there's all these things that, you know, we have to do. And I mean, most of them, all of them really are all really good things that we're doing, but it's busy. And so when I have a day right now that I don't have something on the calendar, I'm like leaving it that way and soaking it in and slowing down. So that's where this whole topic came from is in the midst of this really super busy, busy time. I know without a doubt for somebody, especially like me, who doesn't do well being busy, for somebody like me, I really do need times of recharging. And for me, that is alone time time in my word, time in the quiet, (laughs) Um, you know, I need to recharge that way. And I'm really slowing down the days that I can and really being really intentional with our time. Like I've already said that when we're done with all our busyness, it's going to be two weeks before she leaves when we're officially done with like every single thing on the calendar before she leaves. And I'm like, those two weeks, I will not will not take on anything. Those two weeks, I am. I, I said to her, those two weeks, I am just going to soak in every last minute. Um, so like I said, for me, when I'm super busy, I think I always get through it knowing that it's just a season and the end is coming. Like when, when I was speaking last year, you know, I love speaking. I love the traveling. Of course, it gets overwhelming and busy. But in my mind, I remember last year, I was like, well, when it's over, come September, we're going to Disney. Like we have a huge vacation planned. And then it's all over and we're celebrating and we're done. And this year, I'm like, oh, when we get to the end of the busy, 
I'm sending off my baby girl. So I guess that's why it's a little bit harder. There isn't that that finish line (laughs) that is like um, motivating me. So it's hard. You kind of want to wish it away, but you don't. And then, you know, all that stuff. So I'll be honest with you, even before I talk about slow living, I just want to say this one thing. I said this the other day on my social media. I'll be honest with you. If you're a parent of a high schooler, if you're a parent of a child who will be a high schooler someday, um, enjoy the year before senior year because that's the last normal summer. There's nothing this summer that is normal to me. I feel like this summer, um, like I should have been more enjoying last summer not that I'm not like I don't want to make it like you can't enjoy the summer before but when you feel like okay I'm gonna like really enjoy you know this time knowing that my child is going to be on their own someday I should have done that more last summer I should have realized last summer was really the summer the last normal quote-unquote summer because it's just different right now it's just so different everything has is different our world has changed You know, we've gone from this homeschooling world that's all we've known for 13 years. And I'm still going to be homeschooling, but it's different. And all of a sudden, you know, we're making that transition. She's 18 now. There's, you know, that transition of you need to make decisions for yourself. And um, that part of it, you know, plus getting her ready to go off to college and dorm shopping and all these other things that are busy and all of that. So there's really nothing warm and fuzzy about this summer I'm just being honest it's hard Um, it's hard I'm happy as can be for my daughter I'm thrilled that she's following God's plan but that doesn't change the fact that it's hard on mama so um and like I said I can go from one minute being completely you know excited and happy to the next minute just wanting to cry because it's just that weird mix so throw into all that weird mix this really busy summer that we have lots of commitments lots of things going on all good things um and then you know it just it's it's a hard feeling to describe so anyway slow living this week I had a day where I was so glad that I didn't have anything on my calendar and um, even these days when I don't have somewhere like on my calendar to be, there's always something to do at home, right? You know, like all these things I'm trying to get tended to. And this day I was just like, you know what? I can't tackle my to-do list without the right mindset. Nor should I tackle my to-do list without the right mindset. So I need to sit with God and like really sit with him and really you know get in the word and pray and slow down so I can hear his voice above my own because right now my own voice is going a million miles a minute in my mind I mean I can just I can't turn it off sometimes and I think as women, probably more likely, because, you know, we're the ones that are kind of always thinking and worrying and, and, you know, Steve is just, he's the best. He, God gave him to me because he knew I needed him. He's just like, what are you worried about? You know, like he's so even keeled and nothing keeps him up at three in the morning. And there I am, you know, thinking of everything and constantly redoing the to-do list in my mind, constantly, you know, all that stuff. 
So my mind is going a million miles a minute and I need my mind to turn off so I can stop listening to me and start listening to God. So the other morning I went outside. I love mornings out here on our little hubby farm. If you live in the country, you know what I mean. It's glorious in the in the early mornings and then in the evenings, like after 6 p.m. It's just so still in the morning. Um, it's not, it's, it's quiet, but yet you have the birds. I feel like they're like singing a concert just for me. They're so beautiful. There's so many bird sounds. It's so quiet and peaceful and it's so still. Um, and so I went outside, of course, you know, with, when you're in the middle of the busy season, nothing at your house gets tended to even our garden this year, you know, us with love's farm, one of our missions here is to grow tons of food in our garden to share. And even our garden is like maybe three quarters of the size usual. And we're just not able to do everything. And, and that's just the way it is this year. So the weeds, though, the weeds, the weeds, the weeds, we've had so much rain. So, you know, the outside is just like overtaken by weeds. And of course, since we're busy, it's even worse, you know, <laughs> it's hard to get to it. So the, the other day, the entire front uh, by my front porch, there used to be mulch, there's bushes, there used to be mulch and all nice stuff. Well, now there's bushes and weeds. <laughs> Sometimes I weed the garden and I think if somebody asked me, what do you grow in that garden? I'm just going to tell them weeds. That's what we grow because I feel like that's all we're growing lately. So the other day I went out real early in the morning, real quiet outside. And I got my little gloves and I just got my little shovel and started to weed. I mean, I'm talking this whole area in front where my front porch is covered in weeds. And normally I look at something like that and I get really overwhelmed because to me it's such a big job. And you know, in our world, instant gratification, uh, we're always like, oh no, you know, for me, I, I can like just easily walk away because I'm too overwhelmed. But I was like, no, I'm going to tackle this job, but I'm going to tackle it in a different way. Instead of looking at this humongous patch of weeds and thinking it's going to take me all morning and blah, 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 blah. I was thinking, you know what? Good. Let it take hours. I'm going to sit here and I'm not going to pick the weed. And I know this sounds crazy, but I was really thinking this. I'm not going to pick the weeds just to get it done and, you know, be all like flustered about it and just, you know, go real quick and try to get it done. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to use this time to be still I got lots of time ahead of me picking all these weeds. So I'm going to pray. I'm going to lift up all the things on my mind. And I'm going to pray for others. Instead of always thinking about myself and all my stuff. I'm going to pray for others. I'm going to just talk to God. Maybe I'll sing some songs. Maybe I'll just be quiet. But I'm going to spend this time not rushing through it but really doing the job to do it well, not holding a grudge against this job, which is what I would normally do, but I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to be thankful for the gift of this time. So I'm going to pull these weeds and use this as a time to just talk to the Lord, connect with the earth. I really do actually enjoy weeding as I go. It's kind of like vacuuming, right? I love vacuuming because you see all the dirt gets sucked up, right? <laughs> so weeding feels the same way. 
except when there's a huge patch of it and it takes forever. But this time was different. So I did. I took a good long while that morning. And instead of looking at the task and saying, oh, I have that much more to go, I didn't even look ahead. I just focused on the little patch in front of me, pulled those weeds and kept moving on. And before I knew it, I had gotten through almost the entire patch. I have to admit, I didn't finish the whole job because I was tired and sore and it was starting to get real hot. But I finished to make it look decent. Let's put it that way. And I felt accomplished and I felt peaceful because I wasn't thinking ahead. I wasn't rushing through. I was doing the job well. And the best part was it gave me a lot of time for prayer. And I was able to just sit with the Lord. And there's something about gardening and weeding and and being outside for me that really connects me. Like when I'm, I know it sounds silly, but when I feel like when I'm connected to the earth and to the dirt, like it really, it just connects me to the Lord. I mean, he created it, right? So it, it just, there's something about, you know, that kind of work. And then Later on that day, I went outside and my goats, oh, were they dirty. My goats, I shouldn't say my goats, they're really Ethan's goats, but you know, I love these goats. I never thought I would say that, but I love these goats. They are the most gentle and sweet creatures. So the other day, uh, after the weeding thing, in the afternoon, I was out there. And this is, I think, when I took a picture and put on Instagram to kind of encourage you all about slowing down. I went out there and I just weed, not weeded, I just brushed the goat because she was filthy. These goats crack me up. They eat their hay. They practically wear it. It's all over them. There's hay in their head, you know, it's hanging out of their mouth. It's all over their back. So I went and I started to brush her. And actually the thing was the day before we found a tick on her ear and Steve, Farmer Steve, my hero, he got the tick off her ear. And what prompted me, too, was after seeing her so filthy, was thinking, oh, I'm going to make sure there's no other ticks on her. I'm going to give her a good brushing. I started brushing this goat. And she, I'm telling you, it, these goats crack me up. When you start brushing them, they become so still. They don't move a muscle. And they almost fall asleep. It's like they love it. So I was brushing her and brushing her. And I must have brushed her half an hour. And I have to tell you how accomplished I felt. Boy, was she clean. I could have went and showed her at a fair. She was so clean and her coat was shiny. And I was just doing the same thing I did with the weeding. I was connecting with this creature of God. And there's something calming about brushing a goat. Go figure. But there's something calming about it because I just was brushing her and brushing her and praying again, talking with God and just enjoying the fact that I had, you know, was able to do these things. Now, some of you wrote to me and said, it's impossible for you to slow down because you're in a really busy season, you know, too. Like, maybe you're not in a busy season like I am sending my girl off to college and being involved in way too many commitments this summer. Maybe you're, you know, you have a lot of little babies, you have little kids, toddlers, you know, lots of little ones running around and you're like, how can I be slow? And you're right, it is very difficult with little ones. But God can make time for you 
Or you can make time, if you make time for him, I promise you, you will find little pockets here and there. I think all of us have little pockets here and there that we don't realize. Like we all say we don't have time. But if we really, really evaluate, like for me, I can say I don't have time, but then I can go spend a little too much time on my Instagram. Or I can say I don't have time, but I could spend, you know, a little too much time, uh, you know, I don't know, what what are some other things I'm trying to think that I do that kind of are, you know, silly. <laughs> Watching Little House on the Prairie. All of a Little House on the Prairie, that's slow living. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But, you know, for all of us, we have different things, you know, whatever it is that we kind of fritter away our time sometimes. I think we all could find little pockets of time for sure. Because I actually do, speaking of Little House on the Prairie, I think I was watching this before with my little guy. I was watching the epi- one of the episodes because, I mean, all the seasons are on Amazon Prime. Oh, it's like heaven. So we can watch it whenever we want. We were watching an episode before and I was thinking about... <clears throat> Now, those people really didn't have time, right? Because they had to, you know, spend all day cooking just for their dinner, you know, hunting their food, growing their food, you know, three miles into town walking. I mean, their time was being like, we complain that we don't have time. And yet we live in a society where we don't have to do any of that. We can get in our car and drive. We do not have to walk or take our buggy. Uh, we don't have to cook all day or even if we do because we cook really healthy meals we're not out there hunting the food and growing every single thing we eat we're not spending you know hours doing laundry by the creek we're not you know really really using our time for survival and the thing I admire about that show is they do find time for rest so they had it right because there's on Sundays, they always on that show, and I believe this is probably how the culture was. I don't think it's just make believe on a show. They really valued their Sunday, and you always see them after church going in like little picnics and things like that. Sundays were Sundays, like they were family time and slow time. And you realize even at night, they always show Ma, like, you know, sitting by the fire doing her little mending and stuff like that. So these people really, really, really had to do so much. I always say this, God made 24 hours in a day, and I don't believe he made a mistake. It's how we use those 24 hours. You know, so many of us can say, I just wish I had more time. We need an extra hour in the day. God created 24 hours, and I don't think... God didn't know what he was doing and we needed 25. He knew what he was doing. He created 24. Now it's our job to use those 24 well. And if we're feeling like we just don't have time, then we have to evaluate why we don't have time. Slow down and slow living is so that we can hear his voice, whether it's our own voice that's, you know, too much in our heads, like I said, like for me before, whether it's other people's voices, if you struggle with social media, you know, it's others people's voices that are filling up your head, whether it's all your little ones, right? Maybe you have six little ones running around the house or something, you know, those voices matter and are important, but we need to hear God's first, a voice first above all those things. So we must find pockets of time to slow down. I really believe for our health, we must slow down. 
Um, because the busyness that our society is doing right now is not necessarily fruitful busyness. Like if you look at Little House on Prairie, like I said, that's, you know, hard, hard, busy work because that was survival. For us, a lot of our busyness is because we are filling up on things instead of filling up on God. When you spend time with him and you slow down and you you like take time to just, you know, do the weeding or um, brush the go and not rush through a job, but do it well and appreciate the fact that, you know, you're trying to do this thing well. When you do that, it kind of shifts your focus. You know, normally I would complain about weeding and I have so much to do. I have to be out here weeding. And I just like, thank you, God, that I am healthy enough to be able to be out here and pick the weeds. It's a beautiful summer day and I have a beautiful home that grows weeds, right? Like that's a shift in perspective. When you slow down, everything else that's like, you know, clamoring for your attention sort of gets put into perspective and you can slow down and kind of say, you know, where are my priorities? And I've talked about this before as well. Some of us are really busy, but doing really good things. Like the things that I'm doing right now that are so busy for me, believe me, they are bearing fruit. They're good things. I don't do well though when I get too busy. So for me, the burden is coming from the fact, like I said, that the end in sight of this busyness doesn't feel good because then it's going to be the end of summer. Normally, like if it's a speaking season and I'm traveling and it's really busy and it can be really stressful, I know that that's good busy because it's bearing fruit. And that's what God has called me to do. If you're really busy doing the things that God has called you to do, then that's a beautiful kind of busy if you're really busy doing things and all you're doing is complaining about them and you're you're feeling, you know, um uh you're just you're not like you're com- you're complaining and you're not seeing it as like bearing fruit or you're not seeing the benefit of it or you know that then i always say then that's not really serving if we're complaining we're not serving right um if we're complaining and we're feeling um burdened by it then maybe it's time to reevaluate and you know for the moms out there and several of you told me this Several of you told me that, you know, it's just, it's impossible to slow down when you have a house full of little kids. This is true, but I truly believe that God can provide time for you and God will, and God will provide rest for you. I mean, he provides the Sabbath for all of us, right? So we definitely have a day where we should set aside to rest as is biblically commanded to do so. And in our culture these days, Sunday's just another day. You go to church and then you just do all your stuff because, hey, free day. And what if we really did? And this isn't meant to be like a teaching on, you know, the Sabbath at all because I'm not qualified to do that. I'm not over here to say that I'm like a Bible teacher and I'm qualified to do that. So I'm just saying I do know enough that we have a command to rest on the Sabbath. And whether that's on Sunday or another day for you that 
God created rest. He created a day for us to slow down. I do not believe that he created us to go seven days a week, 24 hours a day, burning ourselves out because he himself (laughs) did not do that. He gave us the example. He created the earth in the six days and on the seventh day, he rested. And so I encourage you, because I'm not here to teach on the Bible about that. I would encourage you, though, go look that up for yourself and go study that. What does God say about rest? And that would be an awesome study for you to do in order to maybe reposition yourself or change your perspective a little bit on the need for rest. I think summer is a great time for many of us and not all of us. I know everybody's, you know, lifestyle and schedule is different, but a lot of us do tend to have a different schedule in the summer. Most of us are public schoolers are out of school. Most homeschoolers maybe. I mean, I know a lot of you homeschool year round, but even so you might take a little bit of time in the summer to be a little slower or a little less um, uh, full with your school schedule or whatever it is. But summer's a great time to kind of reevaluate your priorities and take a little time to be slow. Get outside, people. I'm telling you that vitamin D, it will help you. Um, there's nothing like being in the sun, whether you live in the city or the country like I do, but getting out in the sunshine, um, and just sit and be still. It's so hard for us to do that, isn't it? Like I love to go sit on my front porch or on my back deck, especially in the evening when the sun sun is starting to set. And in the morning, I love to sit on the front porch where the sun is rising. How long can I sit there though? Right. I bring my coffee. I sit, I say, Oh, this is so nice. Okay. Time to get up. And this summer, I'm really trying to take advantage of the moments that God is providing me to slow down when I can. Slow down with your kids. For those of you busy mamas who have a lot of kids, for those of you that said it's really hard to slow down, somebody wrote me and said that their kids actually help them to slow down. And you know how you can slow down with your kids? Just enjoy being with them. Don't have to take a picture of them. You don't have to, you know, worry about um, all the hoopla. Just be with them, right? Just be with them. Squirt the hose at them if it's, you know, hot out. No worrying about like, you know, elaborate games or elaborate toys or educational anything. Just have fun. Like the old days, right? Get outside. Have a freezy pop enjoy summer, squirt the hose on your kids, run around in the grass, go barefoot, you know, just these kinds of things we need to do to kind of reconnect us. Enjoy your kids. They will help you slow down, I think. I mean, I know those of you with toddlers are like, no way, I go a mile a minute chasing them. But they might help you reshift your focus to just having fun, right? Kids don't have the worries of the world on their shoulders. We can learn a lot from how they approach life, right? Take some time. The worries are going to be there later. Take some time. I've, I've said this many times this week. Like I've been feeling a lot of overwhelm and my mood can go from despair to joy literally in five minutes. That's where I'm at right now. So, you know, I'm just being honest. It's a hard time. And so the moments though that I feel like um, are really good for me are the moments that I say, you know what? The to-do list is going to be there later. And I am just going to enjoy right now. I'm not going to worry about cleaning. I'm not going to worry about, you know, 
these things, I'm just for my spiritual nourishment and my soul, I am just going to not think about the to-do list and I'm not going to think about the things that are overwhelming me and I'm just going to hang out outside with my kids. I'm going to go weed the garden. I'm going to go brush the goat, whatever it is, right? And so that's been really helpful for me to just take that time and say, you know, the to-do list is there later. Now today, in fact, I didn't have anywhere to go, which was a delight. I love when I don't have anywhere to go. And it was a beautiful day out. But there's also a lot of things I knew I needed to do at home. Um, So I said to myself, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go sit in the yard. I'm going to bring my Bible. I'm going to bring my my um, journal. I love to write out Bible scripture. It slows me down when I'm reading the scripture to write it out. And again, I feel like it adds this like n- another level of like connection with the word. I'm writing out the word of God. So I went outside, I started writing out verses, I started reading the Bible, I just sat and prayed because I said to myself, my to-do list is not going to get tackled properly unless I approach it in the right mindset. And if I approach it from the get-go this morning, kind of in a, you know, state of uh, just frenzy, that's not going to do anyone any good. And so the to-do list will be there this afternoon, but I'm not going to approach it until I have gone deep into the word and deep into my time with the Lord. And it was so helpful. And you know what? I was really able to to tackle my to-do list with the right spirit. I wasn't in a spirit of... um, uh, panic. <laughs> I wasn't in a spirit of like grumpiness. I had been with the Lord, right? I had spent time with Jesus. And so when you're really busy, you're able to approach it properly when you have done that. And in order to do that, you need to slow down. Everything will still be there later. Slow down. Do I want to look back at my life someday and say, boy, I rushed through my life? Or do I want to look back and say, boy, I lived it? You know, we really have to constantly put things back into their proper perspective. And God will always do that for you. And his word will always, always, always always do that for you. So I want to know how you guys are are, are trying to uh, live more slowly this summer. I know I talked about it a little bit on my social media this week, but I still want to continue this conversation. I think this is so important. I think we need to do this. People, our culture is moving way too fast. We're doing way too many things. We're distracted. We're busybodies. What does the Bible say about busybodies, right? We're 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 busybodies distracted. We're running through life. We're rushing through life. Where are we rushing to? Y'all know where this thing ends someday, right? An eternal life with Jesus, which is a wonderful thing. And actually when I think about it, maybe I do want to rush to that. <laughs> Just kidding. But you know what I'm saying, right? What are, we know the ending. We know where we're going. Let's take the time that God has given us here for a purpose and use it well. 
we only get one shot at this life. So we do not want to rush through it. But our society is busy bodies, distracted by so many things. And I don't think they're like all fruitful things, right? Social media has made us think we need to be constantly doing something, right? I know myself, I'm standing in line today in the pharmacy and I had to wait for the pharmacist a little while and I'm on my phone checking it. Like, I can't wait five minutes, so I put it away. And I'm just like, I don't want to do this. I'm going to stand here. You know, maybe I'll talk to the person that's waiting also. We need to connect with people. We need to build relationships with people in real life, face-to-face. This is a whole other podcast I'm getting into. But, you know, like, not digitally all the time. And this is a huge problem for me. I'm, I think I'm going to talk about this one next week. You know, living real life in a digital world. Because I, I know, for me, this is a problem. Um, so... But that's part of the slowing down. I think the social media and the digital world and the instantaneous everything has made us moving at the speed of light, right? We're all like going so fast, so fast. What are we rushing to? What are we rushing to? Sit and be with Jesus. Spend time with him. Slow down. Connect with your creator, however that is. For me, it's in the garden or with the goats. For you, it could be connecting with your your children. It could be connecting with your spouse, connecting with your friends, connecting with nature, connecting at the ocean, um, connecting in the mountains. Whatever it is, find that place to connect with your creator. What are you created for? I don't believe we were created to rush through our life. I don't believe we were created to fill up our time with a million different things. I believe we are created to fill ourselves up with God. And what um, his spirit can do for us is life-changing. Um, so we want to be spirit-filled and not, you know, busy-bodied filled. So I would encourage you, slow down. Use this summer time to sort of shift your thinking. You know, we we can refresh ourselves and renew ourselves and restore. And it's kind of sad that I'm not doing the Simply Living for Him retreat this year because the past three years, that was our tagline, rest, renew, restore, simplify. And those two days where we com- we spent like completely undistracted from everything else and just focused on Jesus and people and relationships. Oh, what a beautiful time it was. And Lord willing, we're going to come back next year and do another retreat. Because women, we need to do that. We need to slow down. We need to simplify our lives. We need to simplify our time. We need to focus on what matters most. Focus on real life living. Focus on people, focus on relationships, and most of all, focus on Jesus. So I hope this encouraged you to slow down a little bit this summer. I hope that um, if you are feeling overwhelmed, that you would take some time. Just make it intentional. Look, you schedule everything else on your calendar. Schedule time to slow down. Have we really come to that as a society that we have to schedule it? If if so, then do it. Schedule time to slow down. Schedule time to sit with the Lord. Put it on your calendar. Otherwise, maybe it won't get done. And then hopefully it'll become a habit and it'll become a lifestyle. And when we really are intentional about like what's going on around us, like when I was weeding the other day and I wasn't rushing through it, I was just so much more aware of my thoughts, right? Like I said, my my mind can go a million miles an hour. But I was like connecting and I was talking to the Lord. And it made me hear his voice 
drown out my own, but then it puts me, my own thoughts into perspective, if that makes sense. So spending time with him, and then it helps you to see what really matters most in this world. I hope this encouraged you. I would encourage you to comment wherever you're seeing this on the Facebook page, on the blog at Simply Living for Him. If you're listening on iTunes, please um, rate and review the podcast or wherever you're listening. That really helps get the message out there. Um, You know, my mission here is to point people to Jesus. The more people that hear this podcast, the more people who can hear about Jesus. Life is short. Let's not waste our time living for things that are going to fade away. Let's live our lives undistracted and fully focused on Him. I also just want to quick remind you that um, this week, if you purchase my Bible-based homeschooling e-course, I will send you all three of my homeschooling best-selling books called Home, Real Homeschool, and Simply Homeschool as an e-book bundle. So if you go to simplylivingforhim.thinkific.com, you'll find all the information about the Bible-based homeschooling e-course, and you will get all three of my books. All you need to do is purchase the e-course and then send me an email that says uh, in that in the subject somewhere, um, you know, uh, free books or something like that. Just let me know that you want the books and I will send them out to you. So thank you for listening. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.